What's up, Whittier? Welcome to What's Up, Whittier, a homegrown podcast. A podcast to showcase Whittier's businesses, personalities, and hidden treasures. You can follow me, Remo, at RemoTheRealtor.com on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Hey, listeners, this is producer Christine, and I have the announcements for this week. Um, per usual, every Friday, there will be the Whittier Farmer's Market. That's on the corner of Philadelphia and Bright from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Our next event is a meet and greet with the newly elected California Democratic Party Assembly District 57 delegates. Assembly District 57 is filled with so many more cities other than Whittier. I believe it includes Montebello, Pico Rivera, Norwalk, Santa Fe Springs, Hacienda Heights. Um, you guys can like Google that or something. Um, that'll be on Thursday, February 2nd from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. at Sata in Uptown. Shout out to Caro Haurigi for sending me this email so I could put it in here. Also, thanks to Caro, we have an announcement for a local government 101 training hosted by the Whittier Latino Coalition. If you're interested in learning more about local government, you guys should definitely go. I've been to a few meetings hosted by the Whittier Latino Coalition, and they're pretty great. Um, again, that'll be February 4th from 9 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. at the Sorensen Library. We'll put the Facebook event and the address in our bio. Our next event is Yoga with Tori at Lift Coffee Roasters. That'll be February 10th and the 24th at 11 a.m. for $10. Check out her Instagram at Yoga with Tori for more information. Next up, there's the 5150 show at Brea Improv, which includes Whittier Local, Manny Ortiz. Uh, that'll be February 7th at 8 p.m. So you guys should definitely check that out. Thank you at Hoppy underscore Lupe on Instagram for the announcement. Alrighty, guys, so if you guys have any other announcements and you want to include on the podcast, just let me know. Um, if you want to tag us on Instagram, send us a DM, um, maybe even email us at whatsupwittierpod at gmail.com. Uh, we'll definitely be sure to try and get it in here. We only accept about three to five announcements every week, so if you got a hot topic coming up or maybe even later in the month, definitely let us know. We'll get it on here. All right, bye, Whittier. Enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone. Today we have a special guest. We have Alex Portugal from Alexander Robert Trading Company. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you. So, Alex, I know I didn't butcher your last name, did I? No, you're good. You're good. You said it correctly. It's not. It's not. It's not a Portugal. Only for the ladies, it's Portugal. <laughs> Love Je you, Steph. Je <laughs> Jesse, so go ahead and say it that way. <laughs> Alex Portugal. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Maybe I should resort, resort that intro, right? <laughs> Anyways, welcome, man. It's uh, it's been a while that we yeah. uh, we've been trying to connect. Definitely. And uh, we're glad you're here, man. Cool. I'm glad to be here. Thank you guys for having me. So, uh, so Alex, tell us a little bit about yourself. I know uh, we already got your name down. Yeah, but uh, what is it? What is it that you do, and and what's uh, Alexander Robert Trading Company? So uh, my full name is Alexander Robert Portugal. Um, the store is Alexander Robert Trading Company. The reason I used my name is because when I was born, or this is what my grand my grandma tells me, and I've heard it from my mom and dad. My dad chose the name Alexander Robert. Portugal because he thought that that would look good on a little placard like on a desk and stuff because he wanted me to be a businessman so I knew when I was going to do the store I was like oh I got to go with my name then so I just did Alexander Robert and I never really cared for my middle name but I was like man it flows so well 
So we're just we're gonna go with it. And uh, more or less, I was sitting at Hot Mess, and Steph was shopping. Steph from Hungry and Whittier. And I was on the guy couch where you go and wait for That's your right. for <laughs> hours and hours and hours. Exactly. <laughs> so I was just sitting there, right? And uh, I was like, man, I want to go shopping too. Because, like, you know, I like to look nice and stuff. But the only place I can go to is the mall. So I was like, well, why is there no men's clothing up here? And I was like, if I don't do it, somebody else is going to do it. So I think that week I called Rose uh, from Americana Tax Planning. She helps me with all my finances and stuff. And uh, one of the goals that I had put on a paper regarding my other company was to open a store before I was 30 years old. And I'm 26 now. So I called her and said, hey, I was at my nine to five. I was like, I want to do this store, just men's clothing, like real men's fashion. None of that like streetwear, skatewear, anything like that, like men's fashion. She's like, yeah, do it. And I was like, no, but I like I want to do it right now. And, you know, went about it, went went for it right then and there. And I quit my nine to five less than a month later. And now here I am. So when when did all that happen? When did you have that conversation with Rose? I was trying to look it up because uh, I did a small interview with Rose for Whittier Young Entrepreneurs. And in the video, I talk about wanting to open up a store and stuff. And I think I did that video in October. And I'm pretty sure I called her. It was late October, early November. So right then and there, I just jumped on it and and went for it. And I've just kind of always had that mentality. Like, if I want to do it, I need to do it now. Like, I, I mean... I probably should have thought about it a little bit more, <laughs> but whatever. You know, it's working out. And that's October of 2016. Yeah. Oh, so, so I just, I just quick. Yeah. So I just, I just went for it. But so. see, that's the difference between us guys and women. Sorry, Christine. <laughs> is that? Oh, here is we, that here we go, you, Jesse. Great job. Right? <laughs> is that when you when you get an idea, you get it in your head. Mm-hmm. If you don't act on it right away, mm-hmm. it's never gonna happen. Right? I agree. Completely. It'll kind of it'll be in the to do list. Shout out to the wife. It's a, it's we're all getting in trouble exactly here that. today. So it's okay. I'm exiting this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're so, you're so, yeah. so not there yet. Okay. <laughs> Relax. Okay. So carry, on, carry on, carry on, carry on. But it's one of those, and it's exactly, and, and so that mentality is a mentality that you have as a business owner, mm-hmm. entrepreneur, mm-hmm. is that um, if you don't react to it right away, it'll sit there. Yep. And it'll become somebody else's idea. Mm-hmm. And I, I see this because when we first met Christina at uh, Fork and Good that one day, when we, we, we did this whole brainstorming or strategizing the podcast, and I did ask about what would you, what would you bring to the Uptown area, it, it was men's clothing. Men's yeah. clothing was actually one of those, t- one of those ideas mm-hmm. or, or missing links here in the Uptown area. So yep. to s- and then to see you coming up with that, uh, that idea, I mean, it's like, again, you know, you're, you're eavesdropping in our conversation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you read her. I mind. was walking by when you guys <laughs> said that, and that's how it came about. And it makes sense, man, because you think about it here in the Uptown area. You're right. You have all the women's clothing. Correct. Um, you have now. There's a lot of barber shops that are popping up. Correct. Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah. And, yeah. and so how do you? And then you got obviously all these craft beer, you know, mm-hmm. restaurant pubs, you know, bars. So the demographic is here for it. I agree. And and. It almost freaks me out a little bit that there's none. I know there's like the few little like t-shirt marts and stuff, but I wasn't trying to be another t-shirt mart. Like those are everywhere. So it's just weird to hear people and to like realize like it's going to be the only true men's clothing store that's here right now. So, I mean, you know, people might copy it later down the line, do their own version. Like that's cool and stuff. But yeah, it's just like every time I tell someone, I, I, I was talking to the dudes over at the commoner when I was first just spitballing the idea and they're like, 
oh yeah, there's no men's clothing here. I never realized that. I always have to go to Bray or Montebello and this and that. And, and even going to the mall, it's a whole. You have to plan a whole day out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, parking, again, parking that's, takes. That's the difference <laughs> between men and women. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm in and out, man. But it, it is. It's a whole day if if you're going as a group and stuff like that. So yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Sorry, Christina, I keep looking at you. I know. It's like, I'm the only woman, why, why you're you're the only woman here. Why aren't you looking at me? I, don't, I mean, yeah. I go to the Bray Mall when I go to school, but and I make it like an hour because I go in and out. But I'm a very different you're, type you're different. of person. You're different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's a whole day. You you plan like going to the mall. Very rarely do I wake up and it's like, all right, let's go to the mall. It's always just like, all right, let's get our you know let's get our ammunition Rations. together. <laughs> We're gonna get in there our battery rams and stuff like that. So let's make sure the credit cards are exactly in the like. Let me check my go online account. Cash. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Back of lunch. Yep, exactly. Definitely. I mean, Cinnabon is in the mall. It's pretty good. That's a must. I think that goes without saying. I know. Yeah. I know. Okay, so <laughs> I'm just hungry. <laughs> Should we order a roll or a six pack of uh, cinnamon rolls Ooh. after the beer? Right. We need to get that <laughs> in Whittier. So any <laughs> any entrepreneurs <laughs> out there? As you're listening, as you're listening, <laughs> you know how to make Christine cinnamon. needs a cinnamon. What's a cinnamon? Cinnamon roll. Oh, oh, Denise, Denise from Forking Good. If you're listening, you should make <laughs> some cinnamon special right now. Right. Deliver. Somebody. Okay, sorry. With a buns. So, so going back to your clothing store. Uh huh. Now, obviously, it's men's clothing clothing mm-hmm. store, but um, is is are you kind of thinking about down the road future mixing maybe men's and women's or? Or are you strictly just men? I don't. I really doubt I'll ever do women's clothing. Um, I don't understand it. I mean, some, I mean, I could go in a women's store and be like, "Oh, that looks cool," and then like my friends, like all the girls, are like that's that's ugly. Okay. And I'm <laughs> like, "Oh, okay." Um, <laughs> look good on the mannequin. <laughs> one thing I think I might get into is uh, like kids, like baby clothing for little boys and stuff, because it's popping right now yeah. on Instagram to dress your kid up and take yeah. photos of them. Like, yeah. if I could just dress like put the clothes there like a little selvage denim on like a little boy or something and the mm-hmm. mom's stoked on it like that's what I'm, I'm gonna lean into um a long-term goal too i like wearing suits and very rarely do i get to wear it and uh at some point if i could get a bigger space or something i just want like that black room where it's just all the suits lined up and stuff like that so you know i just i just want to create somewhere where all the local business owners and local people can come and just shop and get everything that they need from any awesome. guy ages 25 to you know, 65. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you talked about not having suits just yet. So what what could people expect in the store? What kind of attire uh, could they expect? So you're going to have uh, T-shirts. And when I say T-shirts, I'm not talking about, like, the T-shirt Mart ones, which are totally great. I mean, that's what I grew up on and stuff. But T-shirts that you can throw in the wash or, you know, get dirty in and stuff, and it's still going to feel really good and stuff. So T-shirts, um, regular fit, slim fit, um, all different colors and stuff, tri-blend tees, Henleys button-ups, flannels, jackets, headwear, belts, a bunch of leather items, some denim, raw denim, selvage denim, just anything and everything. I'm just trying to kind of cater to everybody, but something that's broad enough where, you know, you could kind of... So do you have, like, hefty size, like, for, that's for somebody the, who's in so the That's the one like thing. Everyone <laughs> always pulls me aside, like, yo, Alex, you're going to have that 3XL? Yeah. And I'm doing the best that I can, but unfortunately, a lot of vendors don't cater to bigger gentlemen, but... There is some stuff that I have two two X and three X in. Anytime it is available, I just grab it. Nice. So, I mean, I hope they don't get mad at me. It's not my fault. You know, if I could make a <laughs> cut and sew garment, like that's that's the goal too. I want to have my own cut and sew T-shirts. But as of right now, I got as many bigger sizes as I can. So, how about any footwear? Uh, so yeah, I have a uh, leather boots right now. Uh, I'm currently in talks with um, sneaker company. What's the sneaker company? 
PF flyers. So I thought about carrying Converse or Vans and stuff, but everybody has that. Um, I like PF flyers. They're kind of a bulkier Converse, and I just like the style of it. So I'm in talks with them right now and a couple other companies to bring them in. Um, I didn't want to do it on opening day because I kind of just wanted to see what the buying behavior was like with the customers and then go from there. Awesome. So tell us about opening day. When is that and what do you expect? I heard some food's going to be there, some tacos. Yeah. So opening day is this Saturday, February 4th, and it starts at 12 p.m. sharp. And we're also going to be doing the ribbon cutting, which is at 1230 sharp. And I just keep hearing that, that when they do the ribbon cutting, that it is sharp. Like they're there, the scissors, they're out. <laughs> we're, we're on remote time, so it might be plus or minus. You know, 5 p.m. <laughs> it's on Friday, Remo, so just get there Friday and maybe. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. I'm calling that the kind of grand opening window. Uh, 5 p.m. to 10 p.m., I'm just going to have an after party. Um, I'm big on just social gatherings and just having a good time, so we're going to have some kegs there. Um, there's going to be tacos there that are on sale for a dollar. All the beer and stuff is free, so I thought that was a cool trade-off and stuff. And I don't even drink, so... I'm just trying to make everybody else happy. Yeah. <laughs> so. so are you saying Uber uh, to the store? Definitely uh, <laughs> use a lift. Or lift. Get there. Yeah. 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 If not, walk. But yeah, use lift, walk. I'll drive or you bike. home after. Yeah, we'll we'll form a cab line. I'll drive you home. So <laughs> no drunk driving. But yeah, it's going to be really fun. I have my buddy there DJing and stuff. And uh, even during the after party, if you want to buy stuff, you know, go for it and whatnot. So I just, I just want everybody to have a good time and, and just see how people, you know, accept the clothing and stuff. So um, at one point you were offering a lifetime discount mm -hmm. if you got signed up before your grand opening. Yeah. So is that still available? Yeah, it is. So I did a little thing um, with my first website. So originally the website was alexanderrobertradingco.com, and it was super long. And I was like, man. So to get someone to sit there and type, I was like, that's not going to work. So with Instagram, just been using the click the link in the bio, click the link in the bio. So I put out this little offer that if you sign up for the email newsletter that you'll receive 10% off for life. And I wanted to emphasize for life, you know, if I just want to see how many people care. I got like 60 people to sign up and then I was trying to work into switching the domain over to my new POS system. And I found out that you can't switch a domain over if it's too new. You have to own it for 60 days before you could switch it over. So when I tried switching it over, it didn't work and I had already canceled my subscription with the other side. So it kind of laid low but now we have a new site up and it's alexanderrobertrading.co so it's a little shorter kind of makes a little bit more sense but again i'm just trying to get everyone to just click the link in the bio the less work they have to do i feel the more people will go to the site and stuff like that and uh i'll probably put that up and just see you know if people sign up and stuff um but yeah i just thought that was kind of cool like i'd be really excited if there was a store up here where all you have to do is just put in your email and you get 10 percent off for life like I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't happen. Nice. It doesn't happen that often. Yeah. <laughs> so it was an, I, I felt like it was enough like shock value to get people to like, I wonder why he's doing that. And I'm not even out there to trying to like blast people with email newsletters, but I just want to see how many people care. And then when I do put out an email blast, like I want to see how many people read it, how many people unsubscribe and stuff. And I'll probably do it. If you unsubscribe, you're you're gonna lose that ten percent, <laughs> man. So you're <laughs> gonna get charged double yeah, next time yeah, you're coming. You're hearing it here. If you unsubscribe, you lose that ten percent. <laughs> For so life. Yeah. I, I say this because I was one of the guys that signed up. So mm -hmm. I saw that. I'm and waiting, man. <laughs> I'm waiting. Yeah. So it'll be awesome, man. man. It was a cool little tactic. I thought it was cool. So people are really excited about it and yeah. stuff. So yeah. Good. Good. So where is uh, the store at? So when the people store, come on Saturday. The address is one three one one seven Philadelphia Street. Next door, right next door to Azabu Sushi. 
And on the other side is the Chase Bank right there on Philadelphia and Bright. Can't miss it. Um, I couldn't do too much with the sign because of the city, but I'm getting my name uh, put on it. Before, I guess it was cosmetic surgery. So right now it says Alexander Surgery. But (laughs) (laughs) by the time of the opening, it's going to say Alexander Robert and stuff. So you can't miss it, and it'll be there. And there's just a beautiful window right there in the front where you can see right in. And, uh, yeah, so it's right there. I I think you got to work a deal with the Zabu. Because every time you dis- you describe where your source is at, you're always pitching their their names. So I know. You got to tell he, them. He's my landlord, like, too. Though. Oh, is he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's the one that owns it. So. Did he sign up for the 10%? Or? He didn't. No. no. He always <laughs> says hi, though. I can't understand. You got to tell him. Hey, yeah. You know, I'm always pitching your name. I bought a little discount. Yeah. I always tell him to, like, lunch. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to come next door. He's like, yeah, anytime, anytime. But I wasn't sure if that was like, anytime you're paying me this much amount of money a month, so I'll hook you up with the crunch roll. But I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Look into the details of the lease, man. Mm-hmm. Probably have something in there. Definitely. <laughs> so before you opened up, uh, or before you're opening up the store, you were sharing some stuff about having online stores before, and you want to tell us kind of how you got to this point? Yeah, so um, I've always just been into making money on my own and selling stuff, so, right, being an entrepreneur. And I didn't know what that word was, prob- like, till I really understood what it was till like, a few years ago. But, um... When I was little, my I hope my grandma doesn't listen to this, but my grandma would buy me homies. Hi, grandma. Yeah, my grandma, <laughs> she lives in Elmai. She would buy me homies. And uh, I grew up in Chino Hills, so there was no homies in Chino Hills, like the little toy, little 50-cent toys that would come out. So I was like, oh, this is cool, like gang culture, like cholo culture. I was like, I don't see this here. Like, this is super cool. So I would get them, and she'd, I'd get a lot of doubles. So with all the doubles, i go on the playground, and I would show them off, like, yeah, look what I got, like. It's like gang mentality. Like this is cool. I was like eight or like seven or something. You got a dollar, I'll trade you. Yeah, right? <laughs> so that's how it came about. And they're like, oh, I want when my parents don't let me have them. So it kind of like was like when you see like the parental advisory sticker on a CD, like you want it more. So I had these toys that represented something that you're not supposed to have. And this one kid said, I'll give you $5 for that homie. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah. <laughs> for my homie? Yeah. And he, I was like this guy like it was a, and i remember it was uh it was a dude in a white t a little tiny thing like two inches tall and white t-shirt and said joker on it and he had like clown Teardrop. paint yeah clown <laughs> paint on his face i was like five dollars like yeah, yeah yeah and i was like well i did buy it for four dollars so i guess that's pretty fair and he's like yeah i'll buy it and he gave me a five dollar bill now getting a five dollar bill when you're seven is just like what? Yeah, like I'm gonna buy. I'm out of school. This is it. This is it. <laughs> so I gave it to him, and he was walking away, and I just was like staring at the five, and I just remember yelling like, "Oh, and there's no refunds!" Like, <laughs> and I put it in my pocket. So for a while, any doubles that I would get of homies, I would just sell them for five bucks a pop right there on the playground. So then I had, I remember I had like my first twenty dollar bill, and I was like, "I made it. That's it. <laughs> like I'm dropping out I'm of retiring. school." Yeah. So from there, I mean, I just. I don't know. I just fell in love with selling stuff in, in high school. I had like little t-shirt brands that I would sell at the trunk of my mom's car. And, you know, I was getting the parents to buy it for you. They were the investor and that was my starting capital. Didn't cost me anything. So any of the money, right. They just want to see me happy. So any of the money I'd make just pocket it. And there I made money and that's, you know, no one else cared about making money and stuff. So I was good at school. So I stay out of trouble. Um, I think, majority of selling stuff though came from i played in a metal band for eight years and we were touring the country for about six years in that in that time um when you're on the road you do get paid occasionally to play certain places but you know if i'm going to north dakota and they've never heard of my band they're not going to pay me 
But as a band, you're like, I just want to get out on the road. So we buy we buy the tour van, trailer, pack all the equipment, pack a bunch of dudes into like it's a shuttle van, like a 15 passenger shuttle van. We travel the country. So the only way you really make money is selling your band merchandise. So the genre we were in, all the band merchandise looks the same. You got the crazy like font where you could barely read it because it's like metal music and it has to look gross and tough and this and that. And then usually just some sort of demonic picture of just some monster, something like some that. Some devil or something. Yeah. <laughs> and me and all the guys in the group, we grew up on streetwear. So um, down in L.A. in the Fairfax district, there was brands, you know, like the hundreds and Supreme and stuff. And that's what we grew up on. So we said, well, we don't like the look of band merchandise. So why don't we just market it like it's a streetwear brand and, you know, pay the one or two dollars extra per unit to make it look nice. And we did that and we just started making money like crazy. And I was like, oh, heck yeah. So we started promoting it differently. We got better with our Instagram. So, um yeah, we were just like, we'd do printed tags, and doing a printed tag on a t-shirt was like, what are you doing? You're wasting money. I was like, no, because now I could sell my t-shirt for 20 while you're selling yours for 10. So doing that for six years, making money on that, you know, I taught myself marketing and advertising and what times to post on Instagram and stuff like that. Um, from there, that kind of spawned into my other streetwear brand, which is called Born Dead, which is stri- uh, strictly for fun. And then, you know, that's what kind of helped me with the promotion and marketing behind Alexander Robert Trading Company. So I think that's why the Instagram's been doing as well as it has been, just because I've been doing this since I was seven on the playground and just kind of learning as I go, messing up and, and learning. That's when the hustle started, huh? Exactly. Seven years old. Se- seven years old Selling man. homies. Exactly. <laughs> Whoever thought that the streets would actually bring you some money, right? See, man. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that kind of money. These good money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So, yeah, it's just... Yeah, I, I love it. I'm addicted to it. So before you, or I guess in between doing the hustle when you were seven and mm-hmm. then now what you're doing, mm-hmm. uh, that in-between time, what, what were you doing? Uh, I mean, the band took a lot of my time. So, I mean, just travel, I was being able to travel the country. Um, By the way, what instrument were you playing? I was a lead vocalist, man. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. No, go ahead. Let us hear it. No, 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 no. <laughs> What's your, ba- what's your band? The band was called Destruction of a King. And then later down the line, people kept saying Doke. So they would just take the first layer of each one. So then when we came out, when we started promoting the band merchandise as a streetwear brand, it just went by Doke brand. And kids okay. ate it up. It was great. We filmed like some stuff here in Whittier and whatnot. We did lookbooks, which bands didn't do. So like we got a lot of shit for it. But like it did well. It made us money. So And that's how we were able to tour. Are you still um, play? Are you still guys together? Or nah, we ha- we had our last show in uh, two thousand. Was it sixteen? Was it no two thousand fifteen? Yeah, November two thousand fifteen. It was great, man. My parents always came out. My mom loved it. So the band's not coming and opening up on. Nah, 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 You don't want that kind of crowd. <laughs> no, definitely not. It, it was fun, but not not now, man. My bones hurt. <laughs> um, but in between that, aside from just selling stuff. Um, I got really into working out. I was a personal trainer for a while, and then I realized that was just depending on other people's schedules, and I didn't like that. But I got into just uh, working out. Um, I don't drink. I don't smoke. I've never drank or smoked. So I was always a pretty good kid. My grades were okay um, all throughout school and stuff, but I was just always trying to hustle. I don't know. So even in the in-between time, I was either eating, working out, or sleeping, something like that. It's kind of boring, but... Yeah. Well, that's what my doctor used to say when I used to go to the the checkups. He says, "Do you drink? Nope. Smoke? Nope. Drugs? Nope." 
Because, man, you're boring. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I I'm get, like, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Ask the doctor, how about you? Do you exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Should you be saying yes to these? <laughs> <laughs> but um, going back to your your uh, your band there, mm-hmm. so is that, I know you say you guys are, aren't playing anymore, but right. uh, any, any, uh, any of that itchy feeling saying I gotta I gotta get back to it even if it's oh, on yeah. your own or yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, me and some of the guys uh, from the group are doing like a side project thing right now um, only because we're all older now and we all you know they all work a nine to five um, it's just harder to get together but I'm sure we'll do it especially now that we know how to do it so it, yeah. it would be a little bit easier for us to like get that going um, you know music is always gonna be in my background so. I know, like, at the store, I'm going to do, like, nighttime events. So, I actually, I'm setting up a, an acoustic event with some of my friends and stuff. So, um, just trying to give back like that, you know, give nice. a platform for other musicians to perform and get their name out there. Nice. Yeah. So, I see I see your hat has a, a logo and oh, yeah, the your coffin. tattoo has a, a yeah. logo. What's what's the story behind that? Um, so, the band... Well, oh, for her, I'm sorry. Describe it. Describe okay. what it looks So, look. the logo on my hat and on my arm, it's a line drawing of a coffin. Um that's all it is. It's literally if you just did like a stick figure drawing of a coffin. Uh, the band, uh, that was our logo when we started pushing into like the streetwear kind of vibe with our merchandise. Um, after the band broke up, we were still super into just making clothes. So we said, oh, let's run with the coffin logo. And we called the streetwear company, which is still running right now, called Born Dead. Uh, Born Dead came from also the band. When we would release merchandise, we would name the the drop so one of the merchandise drops was called the born dead drop and even though i don't know what it means really (laughs) i mean (laughs) it it sounds good yeah it sounds cool so like we just ran with it and stuff um but yeah so it's tattooed originally when i got it tattooed on uh my forearm here it was just because like i loved and the band was a huge part of my life that's how i met you know all my best friends my wife and you know it 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 helped lead me to like to the store really um so yeah i mean it's weird because, like, I'll be wearing a hat and, like, oh, it's on your arm, too. Like, chill, man. We get it. <laughs> like, but, yeah, so that that's uh, Born Dead is my streetwear brand that I do for fun on the side, which is completely different from Alexander Robert. Um, but I like it. I like having two totally different things because, you know, I don't just like one thing. Yeah. You know, so. So does that brand still run uh, online only or is it? Yeah, a- online only. Um, I don't think I'll carry it inside Alexander Robert. I might see, you know, just how – what like I said, what the buying behavior is with the customers, um, but yeah, it's online only right now. I mean, I'll I'll see what happens and stuff. We have a new line that's coming out uh, this month, and it's still fun, man. I mean, I I love it. So if people want to check out that brand or pick something up, a hat or a shirt, where would they find it? It's borndead.la. Um, yeah, just because you know, uh, only one of the dudes from the brand is from Los Angeles, who's my videographer Diego. But you know. With marketing and stuff, like when you hear of a streetwear brand from Los Angeles, more people buy into it. So we our domain is borndead.la. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. It's cool. It's different. Give it some time. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be in the podcast notes, right? There you go. Just, so yeah. if you didn't catch it, you can find it there. So if you ever need a model, a male model, and, and uh, a plus-size model, <laughs> nah, I say plus-size, hefty model. Built. Built model. There you go. There you go. I'm available, man. Uh, I thought you were going to look at me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I was waiting to see where this R- is going. Remo's oh. a, he's a slim fit guy. Yeah. So, uh, or is that right? Slim fit? I guess, yeah. yeah. Slim fit. Extra, extra slim fit. Yeah. Uh, Schmedium. Schmedium, yeah. 
I'll hit you both up. With the spandex yeah. uh, uh, jeans. Hey, slow it down here. I heard that on the on the last episode with Manny. Shouts out to Manny. Yeah. Spandex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he recommended everyone wear uh, really loose spandex type. That's interesting, <laughs> right? Because you wear that and you just feel like, oh, I can move more yeah. now. Like I'm in workout clothes yeah. and stuff. Like the problem is, it works if you're fit, right? Like if you're you're in shape. <laughs> I now, guess if I'm walking around in spandex all day. I, I, I don't know what kind of looks know. I would get. Just workout pants. Right? <laughs> Just, uh, we'll meet <laughs> right there in the middle. Burning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is somebody um, cooking bacon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome, man. So, so uh, are you, you living here in Whittier? I do. I live here with my wife, uh, Stephanie. I moved up here to Whittier three years ago. The wife and I will be married for two years in May. But, yeah, I moved up here because uh, I fell in love. Uh, with Stephanie, um, I proposed to her within six months of dating. Wow. And I, yeah, every time I tell people, they're like, you don't think that's too? And I was like, nah. Because I have friends that have dated their girlfriend for like six plus years. I'm like, oh, you guys going to get engaged? Like, no, 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 no. I was like, I knew right away, man. Like, as soon as I met her, I was like, this is the girl and stuff. And uh, our first date was at a donut shop on Washington and Norwalk, which is a Starbucks now. Whatever. There's so many, but it's, it's cool. So yeah, uh, I met up with her. At like two a.m. and wow. we were there talking. Donut shop. Well, yeah. Well, she was like, she wouldn't meet me. I was bugging her so much. I was like, meet me. Like, like, let me just take you out. Like, even if we just sit and talk and stuff. And she finally was just like, all right. Like, if you come now, like, I'll go with you. And I was like, two in the morning is a perfect time. I was like, I'm on my <laughs> way there. So I picked her up from her house. She's like, all right, we're gonna go over to this donut shop. I'm like, okay. So I put like music on and stuff. And the donut shop was like thirty seconds away. <laughs> like we could have walked there. And I was like. Okay, but I was like, oh, I guess, like, if she thought I was, like, creepy or weird, she could have just ran away or something like that. But, yeah, we went there, got there, like, 2 in the morning. We were talking there till 5.30 in the morning. Wow. And uh, when I dropped her back off at her house, her shoe was untied. And I was like, oh, your shoe's untied. And for whatever reason, I was I got down and tied it for her. And I remember being down there like, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> And then I was like, all right, bye. Did she freak out? She's like, is he going to propose? <laughs> yeah, I was just like, oh, what am I doing? What am I doing? Tying her shoes. But yeah, so it happened like that. Uh, we got engaged after six months and uh, got married at Descanso Gardens on May 30th. And yeah, I'll be here two years this May. So Wow. Mm-hmm. That so did you propose at the donut shop? or where did I you didn't. <laughs> it, by that time, it was a Starbucks. Oh, Not, okay. uh, when I proposed, we were somewhere. We were in Costa Mesa. And uh, my friends helped me decorate this room. We It was just kind of like, let's just have a staycation somewhere. Walked up to the room and had it all laid out, rose petals and stuff like that. And I proposed to her right there. And at that time, my back was really bad from, like, powerlifting and stuff. So I remember getting down on my knee. was just hurting so <laughs> bad. just staying there. Yeah, and I'm just, like, I'm sweating. I'm like, please say yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then help me up. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, all right, now i got to get up. Get me a cane or something. I need to get up. So, yeah. it's awesome, man. Yeah, it's cool. So before you moved over to Whittier, where were you at before? Chino Hills. That's right. The IE. So you born and raised there? or you uh, When I was born, we were living in Laverne up until I was about like seven, which I mean, I, re- I remember it, but majority of my life from eight to, uh, was it 23, 24, I was in Chino Hills, so, yeah. um, which is completely different from Whittier. Um, I'm super shy, so talking to people was a big thing for me. You didn't even talk to your neighbor. Over there, right? if they come out. I don't you think you ever see your neighbor, right? Basically, yeah. You just you walk out and <laughs> Isn't you just it like a cow blind. usually in Chino. Hills? <laughs> yes, that's that's the that's Chino. I was in Chino, Chino Hills, Chino. man. Okay, my <laughs> bad, my bad. Which uh, high school did you go to? I went to Ayala High School. Oh. Yeah, 
which wasn't the cool one. It was Chino Hills High School. It was yeah, the cool one. My and cousins stuff. went to Chino Hills High School. Yeah, see, I wasn't cool growing up in high school, but that's okay. But uh, yeah, I grew up there. Um, so what brought you to Whittier? Her. Steph, oh, I mean, really? yeah, okay. um, and I think just a lot of my best friend, you know, lives in L.A., and a lot of my friends were more in this area, so I just started coming out to this area a lot. We played shows in Uptown Whittier occasionally, and then we shut it down because someone broke a mirror. It was at Studio Danza, okay. which is right there on uh, Bailey, yeah. right across from Speed and Style. Yeah, yeah. someone shattered a window in there, so we got in trouble for it. And uh, <laughs> That was that. Yep, that was that. And then we played at that spot on uh, Whittier Boulevard, the Green Turtle, yeah, the the scary looking place. Yeah, I mean we've had some good shows there, but yeah, is that the one next to the Rim Shop. Yeah, yeah. it's right oh, there on the corner. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's super sketchy, man. It, it was always weird. No one ever ate the food there, which is I. Did they have food? Yeah, really? they had Chinese food, and I was like, man, I'm not about to eat this right now. <laughs> like, I'm gonna get killed. But yeah, uh, played a lot of shows there, so I was already familiar with Uptown and Whittier and stuff. So it was weird. Playing shows like X amount year ago and seeing Uptown, and then when I met Steph coming, it, it's a complete 180 now. Like it's so much nicer. Like and Steph says it too. She's like, yeah, back then it was considered like not safe to come to, or you just wouldn't. And now like everyone's like, oh hey Jim, like hey Megan, like everyone knows each other and stuff. So it, I had to get used to that coming over here. Like everyone talking to each other and knowing each other and. I would just walk at first. I would just walk fast and try to like get away because I'd get nervous and pretend you're on the phone. <laughs> yeah, just like yeah, hello, and rings in my ear yeah. like oh crap, <laughs> I'm caught. Yeah, oh, that's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. So what's your uh, what's your go to here in Whittier? Do you have a, a place that uh, that you like to frequent? Uh, twenty four hour. That's my alone time. It's just the gym there. Um, I'm addicted to working out. It's just always been my thing. Um. Food wise, I'm all over the place, man. Uh, if you get if you get grab a bite or grab a beer, well, I don't drink. That's right. But or anywhere grab somebody th- a beer, yeah, right. <laughs> anywhere that has like a good Coke or Dr Pepper when I'm trying to be a bad boy and get that sugar high going. Um, food wise, what have I been into? Well, we just went back to Big D's not too long ago, and they okay. have these bacon wrapped chicken wings. Just a game changer. If you just want to, if you just want calories in your life, <laughs> you got to go there, and it's so good. And all the shakes and stuff. Um, I love ballroom. All the places on in Uptown are are great. Uh, La Casa on Whittier Boulevard. That's good. They have the queso fundido, which is really good. Um, Shout want, out to Santi. Yeah. Over there. And Rigo. And Rigo. Yeah. Good dudes. Um, I'll eat anywhere. I'm not picky, so. Uh, you know, some nights I want to eat, like, healthier, and then other nights I'm like, I just want my heart to stop. So take me somewhere <laughs> where I can just pack it, like, and <laughs> let me get this done. So I, I like everything, man. I don't think I've gone to a place yet where I'm like, oh, this was trash. Everything's good. It just depends what I'm craving that day. So, yeah. And I'm there to finish Steph's food usually if she can't for Hungry and Whittier. So <laughs> I'm there. So you get a lot of options. Then. Yeah. A lot of food. Definitely. Too. Definitely. See, that's the problems I usually get. I don't know how it is with your relationship, but. Of course, I'm gonna get in trouble now, but uh, <laughs> I always leave it up to the wife to make a decision on where we're gonna yep. go eat, mm-hmm. and it's always it's a it's a difficult one, right? Yeah, Remo, you'll eventually get there. <clears throat> um, do you guys have the same problem? Yeah, of course, and especially because she does the whole food blog thing. You know, if she goes somewhere, she wants to make sure like this is what I'm craving because we get we have we get a little bit of everything. You know, create the content and stuff, and you know, 
Yeah. I got to just flush my stomach out and get ready and just <laughs> put down all <laughs> that do food. <laughs> yeah, and do it again and stuff. So, I mean, it's, yeah, same thing. But then it's just, it's more so like, all right, where do we want to go where we know we're going to put it down right now? Like, because we got to get some photos going and stuff like that. So, but I mean, we we both like the same food. We've been on a really big uh, Thai food kick right now. So, um, we've been trying out. There's a new green leaf Thai. I was going to say, have yeah. you guys tried it so yet? So good. Is it? It's amazing. Yeah. And they had What's a the number one dish. Or at least for you guys, what was the I'm number one dish? I'm super into red curry with chicken, okay. and it was great. And the presentation was nice, and usually I'm just like, oh, I don't care, just slop it on there. But like, <laughs> Put it in a blender. I remember, yeah, right? But it got to me, and I was like, oh, this is really pretty. <laughs> and then I just, you know, I just went at it and stuff. But it was good. They, I don't know if they're still running, but when we went in there, and you check in, you get free dumplings. So, man, I just. All right. You got, kept checking in. Yeah. <laughs> so I need to keep, I, I got to go back and try the, the fried rice now. So. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, and I heard about it. I gotta go stop by. I'm I'm a big uh, uh, Thai food guy. Yeah. But, uh, you don't find a good place around here. I mean, the closest one for me is actually. Uh, well, there was one down Greenleaf, right? Did it? That's the one he's talking yeah, about. Greenleaf oh, okay. Yeah, Greenleaf Thai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did they change the name? Wasn't it called Gunye or? So there's one. Oh, you're talking there's about Gunye. Thai. 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 I've eaten there. Thai. I've eaten there a couple times. Yeah. Um, but I I like Greenleaf Thai uh, better. And then there's President Thai and Pico, and then there's Ari Thai. There you go. There's Ari Thai by the 7-Eleven um, off of Washington. And that, that's the Space Jam right there. That's, that's, I love that place. What's it called? Ari Thai. I think A-R-E-E. Okay. And it's behind a 7-Eleven. Super sketchy, so that's how you know it's good. <laughs> <laughs> like, but it is really good. That's why you know food is good, right? Yeah. When, uh, when you can see right through the bag. Yep. Right? <laughs> yep, exactly. And it's, got a, it's got a red letter in the front window. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's awesome, man. So uh, uh, going back to your um, to your clothing store, mm-hmm. um, so you guys are gonna open on Saturday. Saturday. What's your guys' schedule like? Looking at you guys open every day or? Um, so that weekend, because this whole store has uh, been self funded by me, um, which was a big thing for me because uh, you know people are like, oh, let me help you out and stuff. And you know, there's been times where like I needed the help and stuff, especially when I was in a band. Like, you're not making shit. So, like, mm-hmm. my mom would send me money and be like, yes, I need to eat, like, double doubles. Like, <laughs> let me just, let me get all this food. So, because it's self-funded, I wasn't able to get as much product as I wanted. So, there are some shirts there where there's only two in each size, and then that's it. So, I'm trying to, what I tried to do is with uh, my streetwear brand, that whole culture, it's all about having something that's limited. So, right, there's only 100 of this T-shirt. So when it sells out, it sells out for good, and that's it. So to make each customer and each purchase feel unique, you have something that only X amount of other people have. So what I said for Saturday uh, on my latest YouTube episode was that, you know, I have limited product to get there early. Some stuff may sell out. I mean, I hope it does. That'd be great. And um, I'm going to reopen on Tuesday just so I could kind of recoup and stuff. That Sunday is Super Bowl Sunday. So I'm gone either way. Even if we were open, there would just be <laughs> nobody in there. But yeah, so I just, you know, I wanted to recoup and stuff and and have a little time to order more product and stuff. But we reopen on Tuesday. Um, we're going to be running hours 11 to 7. Um, Mondays will be closed. And I think Sundays we're going to do it like a 12 to 6 kind of thing. But I'm going to see how that, you know, plays out today. I mean, is today Monday? Today is Monday. That's right. It was kind of busy in Uptown. So I was like, maybe I need to open Mondays. But yeah, Um Tuesday through Saturday is uh, 11 to 7, Sunday 12 to 6, close Monday. So See, that's what I don't understand. I mean, maybe you have some insight on this, but <clears throat> Mondays, everything here is closed. Or yeah, that's just everything. Majority of the businesses are closed. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, 
I mean, lunchtime, you know, trying to grab some, grab a bite. It's uh, it's usually difficult, but do you know why they? Uh, no, it's o- I think it's been that way for a while because it's just a trend. Of, I think yeah, now. most of the places are open Saturday and Sunday, and so their one day off is tends to be Monday. Yeah, so should make it a Wednesday. I like Mondays. Mondays my new Friday, so it's the start of the week, man. I'm trying to get going. So when places are closed, I'm like, <laughs> where where are you at? Like, where's the hustle? So so talk about hustle. Okay. Tell us, give give me your schedule, like during during the day or during the <laughs> week. Like, what are what are, you, other than the store, is yeah. there anything else you're doing? I mean, um, what else occupies your your life? That's all I've been doing, and like, it, it's what's hard for me is to balance work and then personal life and stuff. Because I'm still married, I still have dogs, I still have family. So what what's hard for me is I I just I need to balance that better. I think because when I'm going for something, I just go for it. If you when you're asleep, I'm still working. By the time you're waking up, I already finished doing, like, A, B, and C and stuff. So, you know, I'm just always on the go. Um, if I could avoid sleep, I would. I really would, and I wish I could. If I could avoid eating. Hold on. At your age, don't you – isn't he, like, in the geo category where he gets an extra couple hours a day? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. No, he doesn't. He, when you're that young. Yeah. yeah isn't when like you're you younger, can, you yeah. get, like, over 24 hours a day? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm just – you know, I mean – I just been so tired lately. Like even talking about it now, like I just realized, like, oh, I'm tired. I should sleep. I, I fell asleep at the computer today. Steph was talking to me, and then I got that quick sensation, like that I was falling, and I, I was like, oh, I fell asleep. And then she was just staring at me, like, did you just fall asleep right now? I was like, no, I swear. Because right when you fall asleep and someone catches you, I wasn't sleeping. Who sleeps? Yeah, I just my my head was hanging low. That's all. So yeah, I mean, lately it's just been the store and stuff because. I just don't want anything to be like last minute. Um, it's been really important for me to just make time for the gym because I want to also have like the right mindset and stuff. And then just trying to not eat bullshit. Um, I love fast food. Like it's so just how do you how do you do it though, man? Like it's is it a uh, here Remo's uh, doing his uh, meal prepping? That is eat, great. Eating two hundred calories every meal. Oh, <laughs> it <man>. sucks. <laughs> That's rough. Yeah. No, you know, it's I, not I, that. But bad. how do you do it other than than when you start meal prepping? I mean, is there like what? How do you do it? Tell so us, I you, so when when I first got into fitness, I used to do meal prepping, and then I realized I'm super unhappy, and this is not worth it. And then you're you're eating so clean, and it's just so like just like a certain way that by the time you get over it, because you're not gonna eat like that the rest of your life. There's just no way. Like you can't like doesn't make sense. You're gonna gain all the weight back because now your body's just gonna kind of get. So I'd rather eat what I want control the portions and then just, you know, just not overdo it. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, it just, it kind of works out for me. Everybody's body is different, but I make sure to go to the gym. Um, you know, I, I, I know enough to know like what I'm doing there and stuff. And then nutrition wise, like I know like, okay, if I'm going to, if I really want like a chili cheeseburger meal, I'll just get the chili cheeseburger. I'll skip out on the fries and I'll just have a water as opposed to having the fries and then like the large Coke or something, even just little things like that. It's easy. It's you still get to enjoy like the best part of like the meal and stuff, and it you kind of you keep your sanity and stuff. Because in the end, you just want to be happy. Because when you're dying, you're not going to be like, "I'm so glad I ate those yams that one right? day, man." <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real, man. But the string beans. Uh, I and, love uh, yams. Though. Yeah, <laughs> I feel you. But yeah, see, that's, so. that's what I see, man. It, it's all about making sure that whatever you eat makes you happy, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's that balance. Yeah, Food, yeah, yeah. Balance. 
and working out. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, right now I haven't got to the working out part. But yeah, if if, but you just, if your I'm eating s- habits are good though, you'll yeah. be fine, man. Yeah. And then when you when you do work out, it's just I mean you're gonna just shed the weight like that now because you're gonna shock your body and it, and it's gonna go. See, that's what I keep saying, man. I'll get to your resolution. That's my new yes, right? So tell us, you were saying something earlier about YouTube and that you were. You, you shot some videos on YouTube, and then you were document, yeah. documenting the... Yeah, uh, so um, my buddy Diego, it, he's a videographer and stuff, and he's really good. Say hi, Diego. Hello. <laughs> that's Diego. That's my boy. Been my best friend for years. Um, I play in the band with him and stuff, so we, we're, we're brothers practically. What does he play? What do you play? He plays guitar. Guitar, nice. Guitar. See, yeah. you should have brought Mike in, or an extra I know. We could have just thrown a show yeah. down right now. <laughs> that's right. Um, but yeah, so I'm super, like... When I do get to rest, sometimes I'll watch Netflix if I have time. Like, all right, I could watch like an eighth of this documentary, so I'm just going to start it. And I just really like documentaries, how it could just be something that you don't even care about, but because it's filmed and shot right, it pulls you right in. That's right. Mm -hmm. And then I think it was just me being at work, like, all right, I'm going to do the store thing. And I Googled how to open up a retail store, and then nothing came up. I was like, all right, how to open up a brick and mortar, because that's a little more small business. Mm -hmm. And there was nothing. It was just a bunch of bullshit. It was just like, do this, do that, get your DBA, get your. I was like, yeah, but it doesn't like show, like, it doesn't, there's nothing like really like showing it. Everything was just kind of like happy go lucky. And when I would talk to some other business owners, they just, you know, just blowing smoke up my ass. A lot of them were just gloating, like, just being like, yeah. I mean, they know who they are. They were talking to me and just kind of like gloating about how great their business was. And I had all this money to do it. And I was like, all right, well, I have like, three hundred dollars in my account so what do i where do i go from there so i knew i was like well let's film this i told diego i sat down with diego i said i want to do a documentary series it's my first time really using youtube i'm not that great being on camera i was like but let's just go for it and i'm just going to show all the good and all of the bad that happens in the process of this and most people don't want to show like them failing and stuff but i was like no we're just going to do it and stuff and then yeah, I, I had him there like every other day and stuff. And if something was going to happen, I'd plan it for the day he was filming. And um, yeah, I went about it like that. Oddly enough, it, it picked up. Like, I remember I hit like 30 views on the first episode and I was like, we did it, dude. Like, we're probably going to get <laughs> verified. Money's coming in. Let's, it's let's like just selling the little homie. Right? Yeah, right. It was <laughs> like, I, I was All like, I sold again. the homie again, <laughs> man. We're doing it. So, you know, it it did well because I knew. I knew how to push the Instagram, but I was like, well, how can I get people like I want to put my face to the brand and get people like engage with me and try to get people to like me. I'm a nice guy. Like, why not? Yeah, mm-hmm. So uh, I made the YouTube episode and it did well. I remember seeing the 30, 50 views and I was like, OK, cool. It's doing well. And it was shot so well. I remember Diego showing me and just being like, holy shit, this looks amazing, man. Like it like I feel sad at this part. I feel happy at this part. And other people were watching it like, man, like. And then they would ask me stuff because we kind of left it with a little cliffhanger at the end and stuff. So then the first episode was just pretty much a big introduction. Then after that was just super documentary style, just following me with everything, all the ups and downs and stuff. And, you know, now when we put out the episodes, like even before I promote it, people subscribe to the channel and it gets up there and stuff. So it's doing well. It's good. It's good advertising. So any awkward moments? I mean, share maybe some of the things now that you filmed a handful of episodes. Um, Certain people... I can't say names, but certain people that we've interviewed for the part, you know, because I try to keep everything like as real as I can. You can say it rhymes with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're doing they're doing me a good service. I don't know. I'd still butcher it and accidentally say their name or something. But you know, trying to some other people, even though I thought I was nervous on camera, 
some other people in front of the camera just freeze. And I'm like, all right, we're going to talk about this while we're filming so it's all real and stuff. And they're like, okay. And then we start interviewing them, and they're just like, uh, yeah, so. And then they get quieter and stuff, or they start blinking or doing weird stuff with their hands or making <laughs> snaps and stuff. So I'm trying to think of any other, like, weird moments. Um, does any come to mind? Getting denied the bank loan was in the first episode. And that at first I was embarrassed, but then I was like, I can't be the That's only one. That's reality, though. Yeah, That's right? Not, and yeah. I was like, no, this happens to other people and stuff. And now other people can see it and be like, I'm not going to do that and stuff. So it's, I kind of felt like I was still helping people just a or, little bit. Or, or if they go through the same the same cycle or, or, or whatever experience, mm -hmm. they know that it's normal, right? Exactly. It's not, it's not an awkward moment. Mm -hmm. so. so how many episodes are you at now? Five. We just released the fifth one uh, last week. So the next, we've been releasing them every two weeks on uh, Wednesdays or Thursdays, depending how like the editing process goes. So the next one will be out uh, next Wednesday, and that'll basically be the recap of the grand opening and everything. And this podcast will be in the episode and stuff. Um, but yeah. How long are each of the episodes? Uh, we never put a time limit on it, but they keep getting longer. So we're always super nervous just because more, you know, more stuff's happening as we get closer to it and stuff. But um, plus, it get more fun, right? Like it's yeah, just yeah, and just like everything's just it's getting faster, it's getting faster. We're getting closer, but the each episode keeps getting longer and longer, but they keep getting more views as we keep going. So after this, I'm gonna do just like some lifestyle vlogs of just myself, just going about my day and whatnot, and those will be much shorter and stuff like that. So well, how do they how do they reach or, or catch these uh, episodes on YouTube? So, here's the shitty thing with YouTube. I can't name my channel until 100 people subscribe. So, I have some, like, crazy, like, hieroglyphic-looking, like, name right now, like the URL. So, the, the best thing I've been doing is just, you know, if you click on an episode, um, my name's right there, Alexander Robert Trading Co. If you click that, and this is really hard. There's so much work behind it. But if you go to the channel and you, you know how to do the basics of YouTube... You go to the channel and you just hit subscribe. It's just one button. Go straight to the channel, hit subscribe. As soon as I could get to 100, I can name the channel and be much easier to access and stuff like that. But even just search Alexander Robert Trading Co., I'm the only one. So it'll just, pop up. Okay. Yeah, it'll pop up right away. So just search that and uh, please subscribe. It helps me. And, you know, I'll just keep pumping out those videos. Yeah, and again, if you're, you can catch them also at the podcasts, podcast notes. So if you didn't get that, you can just click on the notes and you'll be there. And make sure you subscribe. Yep. We'll have a link to the YouTube page. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So we're we're almost getting towards the end. But I talk uh, a lot. Before, sorry. Before we get <laughs> there, it's really good. we could we could continue for many more hours. But Christina has to go to sleep because she's got to go to school tomorrow. Oh I do man. Have class, yeah. It's all good. I'm you still know. in college too. I just forgot about that. <laughs> I probably should have said that. Oh, where do you what? go? Uh, Laverne University. Okay. I'm doing online right now. I got. Five more classes, and then I get my bachelor's degree. Hey, so same. I know. See? Congrats. It was hard because I was trying to do that on the road with the band, and it's just been a really long thing. But it's going to make me happy because I'm almost done, and I'll make my dad happy. So, nice. And, I mean, I don't know. I have my own business, so I'll just hang it up in my store, like, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Blow it up the whole while. Yeah, yeah. Are you focusing on anything specifically? Or I don't know here? what. I'm, I'm in something with business. Like, every time, I'm like, what am I majoring in? Oh, business economic advertising marketing like okay sounds, sounds good. good yeah <laughs> whatever looks good on the paper it goes well with the, uh, the the company name exactly yeah i was like just make it look nice whatever 
For all I know, I, c- I could be majoring in English right now. I don't even know. <laughs> but either way, I'm going to get that bachelor's degree this year, so it'll be a big thing. So let me ask you, um, if if you weren't if you weren't doing what you're doing now, mm-hmm. what else would you be doing? I'd probably be still going hard with the band thing. Um, oddly enough, right before we called it quits, we were getting a lot of offers for uh, Europe and Japan. That's interesting. Yeah, but we didn't do like I regret. That's one thing I regret is not touring Japan. Yeah, he's not. Diego's nodding his head. Um, but I mean, it was just like it's expensive, and we just. You know, kind of think think of like your favorite band, and usually you kind of like the first or second record. And as they keep coming out with new stuff, you want to go back to, first you know, you want to go back to Back in Black ACDC. You don't care about their album they released in 2004. Like it just, it is what it is. And that's what happened with us. And people wanted to keep hearing the first record, and we were just on a new sound. So it just didn't make sense for us to go out there and do like a greatest hits tour. Like it just, um, it just didn't make sense. So with the new band and stuff, I mean, if it works out, um, I'll do flyout dates and I'll do like quick tours and stuff. But uh, I don't know if I could go for 30 days at a time away from home like that again. So I'd be doing the band thing. We were, it, it was fun. I was good at it. It was a good way for me to kind of just, you know, deal with like anxiety and stuff like that. And yeah, I'd probably be doing that. Might dabble in it again. So when you first met your wife, did you, was that one of the, the pickup lines? Like, My drummer knew who I'm she was. I'm in a band? Was. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't like that. So right when I met her was the time when, I guess, like, well, even now, girls like, don't date a dude in a band. So it was kind of <laughs> hard to break past that wall. Like, I know I'm in a band. I know, like, it looks a certain way. I was like, but, like, I'm a good guy, I promise. So I'll meet you at the donut shop. At exactly, yeah. <laughs> See you at the donut shop. It's on me. <laughs> So we're going to do a fact check right here with, with Diego. Diego's uh, <laughs> the, uh, the camera guy. Is that right? Camera guy? Yeah. What do you call it? Video uh, guy? Cinematographer? Videographer? <laughs> I said videographer. Whatever sound. I'm, I'm trying to get the right, the right lingo, man. I'm not sure, man. <laughs> Whatever sounded cooler. Cinematographer. Whatever sounds more legit. Yeah. So what's legit? Let it give us a term. Cinematographer. There you go. Yeah. This is my cinematographer. <laughs> <laughs> so Diego, uh, you're from Whittier? No, I'm actually from Mid City. It's like Los Angeles, kind of near Culver City. Okay, nice. So you travel all here uh, every time you're recording, or do you you uh, bunk over at his place? I usually stay at his house sometimes, but I work in Pomona, so it's kind of like the halfway oh, point. Oh man, I'll yeah. just stop by and wait here on the way home. Mm-hmm. So, so what? Uh, what's your full time gig? Is I it work a as a graphic designer at a screen printing warehouse. Okay, I do color separations. What that means, I'm not sure, but, <laughs> but, I, but I, I think it helps with the shirt, right? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. separate all the colors so they could print on your shirt. Okay, nice. So, wh- why so what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> so what does that, like, if I'm getting a shirt, what does that mean? <laughs> I mean... Like, get into tech, technical. Nah, don't get into yeah, technical. Yeah, I was like, no, but I'm about to ramble. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got only a couple minutes. But uh, uh, so, so if you, uh, I mean, is that, so that's your full-time gig. This is obviously like your kind of hobby or part-time gig. Uh, I guess I'm trying to work this more into a career, eventually okay. trying to quit my full-time and just nice. do this. All right. Yeah. So if your company's listening, uh, tell me you love the job and we're going to stick around. Don't don't fire <laughs> me. Yeah. <laughs> but all the all the small business owners, like, this this video stuff has helped me so much. It's a step up from just posting a photo. So... I mean, we'll put we could put throw his contact information too in, yeah, in the yeah. link and stuff. But yeah, hit him up. Even a small Instagram video goes a long way, especially if it's like a mission statement video and stuff. And his prices are fair; he'll get it done. Just you just gotta shoot it over to him, and he will make that movie magic. So, what's your uh, favorite uh, uh, gig? 
Do you have anything like specifically you say, man, I wish I could do more of? Uh, I would like to get more into <laughs> <laughs> Alex is pointing at himself <laughs> for me to pick his. No, no, I would actually like to get into more uh, short film type stuff and uh, more documentary. So this is definitely kind of like just been helping me out in that sense. Just, you know, learn as I go. Nice. Yeah. Is there anything you've done uh, that that we could see, or is it more uh, uh, like yeah. a film or any like small? No, other than than I, his I've, stuff. I've covered more more events, and I do a lot of uh, like short marketing for our clothing brand, just coming up with little promo ideas. Okay. But other than that, uh, I've just mainly shot uh, more events okay. than anything. So that makes sense. He, so he prints. He prints shirts. Mm-hmm. So that's where I used to work. We both oh, so worked. At, yeah, yeah so we used to work at the okay. same place. So when I quit my nine to five, I was like, peace. <laughs> <laughs> but stay there and yeah. <laughs> these shirts for us. But can you just stay there for a couple months? I really need these shirts. <laughs> stay, stay there for the hookup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome, man. So so he says you guys obviously know each other from way back. Yeah. I mean, what's what, what's your perspective, man? You know, when when you saw this sense. guy, you're like, like, <laughs> man, why would I why would I go talk to this guy? <laughs> I actually, uh, the drummer that was playing for them at the time kind of just got me to fill in for them. And I filled in uh, guitar for maybe like two or three tours. And then they finally just asked me to be in the band. Nice. Uh, I kind of grew to love this guy, I guess. We ruined his life. He had yeah, a nice much, he had yeah. a nice nine to five. We're like, no, you got to make a, a dollar job, a day and come leave with us. 401k, <laughs> I had like full benefits, everything. And nope. destroyed my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome, man. Do you, so now, obviously, you do this as a side gig. Um, is there anybody else that you're recording right now? Uh, or is it just strictly kind of... No, mainly kind of just working on Alex's stuff for the store and uh, our brand. That's okay. all I've been kind of sticking to right now, just because work has been heavy. Yeah, so. yeah. not yet, right? You haven't, you haven't started filming for anybody else. No, yeah. no, not yet. All right, man. Well, we'll, we'll up. throw if you want to throw out your uh, if you have any like Instagram or Facebook or. Oh, yeah, uh, my Instagram is Diego dot Rene. It's a R E N E E. Okay. And then I have a Vimeo. You can find me at Vimeo dot com slash Diego Rene Films. Mm-hmm. Man, with with your name and his name, I think you guys could put together like Probably another clothing collab, store. Man. Yeah. <laughs> collab, man. Do a little, nice little like collab of viewing party at the store. With little uh, uh, cigars, handmade cigars on the side. Maybe. You know, uh, <laughs> Pick little homie icons all the way. Little around. homie, I gotta do. Actually, I gotta do something with that. Yeah. You know, not to throw the idea out there for somebody else to catch, but mm-hmm. you definitely gotta think about how to introduce the homies into uh, into your store, man. You, you could revamp the homies into like modern streetwear clothing. That'd be cool. That'd Imagine be that little dispenser right when you walk in, 50 cents. That'd you get like awesome, a modernized a homie. homie. with a Supreme tea on. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Definitely. Oh, also, like, if you want to ever use my space to, you know, have your art show photography, hit me up. I'm trying to get as much, like, nightlife going there as I possibly can. So feel free to use my space. Done. Done yeah. and done. Yeah. I think Remo, that's probably where we should host the next uh, big uh, podcast milestone. Yeah. Our live episode, man. Yeah. Yes. Do it. All right. Anything else you want to <laughs> say, Diego? Other than, no. Uh, no, I think that's about it. All right, man. A man of, of a few words. Hey, well, <laughs> thanks for thanks for coming out and recording this. This is obviously going to be up on, on your YouTube channel, mm-hmm. documenting uh, your journey yep. to becoming the Trading Co. Empire. Yes. We'll call it that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're almost ending this episode. Uh, before we end here, is there anything else you want to plug? 
Yeah, so even though the grand opening is just a few days away, um, I'm still trying to raise money just for some last-minute stuff. Um, like, I had to buy a mop. Like, random stuff I don't think about that I need for the <laughs> store, you know? And I'm, I'm running out of money, so... Starbucks napkins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just going to go over there. I need, like, 72 napkins, my drink. The condensation's insane. Um, but so I made these T-shirts that say Uptown on them. Because more or less, uh, when I started the store, I knew I wanted to be in Uptown. I love Uptown. And this is, you know, it's like Cheers. Everybody knows each other's name and stuff. So uh, I'm selling these T-shirts. They just say Uptown on them. It's, I think it's kind of cool. It's kind of like a secret club because if you're wearing it and you're from Whittier, you know exactly what it means. Yep. And if you're wearing your outside, it just says Uptown. So it's cool. So I'm selling those T-shirts right now on alexanderrobertrading.co. Um, their si- there were sizes small to 3XL. A uh, few sizes are sold out, but if you can, please pick one up. It's just going right back into the store and stuff to give you guys a greater shopping experience. So please, please check that out. And uh, how else do they follow you on Instagram, Facebook, all that? So my Instagram is alexanderrobert.tradingco. Um, my Facebook, you can just search Alexander Robert Trading Co., and that's the same for YouTube. And again, the website is alexanderrobertrading.co. Not .com, .co. .co. And so just so you know, we're going to give you a heads up. We're going to hear the other side of the story. Okay. On how you guys met, how you and your wife met. A couple Ooh. weeks. So <laughs> I'm so just going to move. After we're going to do, <laughs> <gonna> do <laughs> Yeah. We're going to do some fact checking. And uh, we'll report back. Yeah. We'll let you know how that goes. Let me know. Just shoot me a text <laughs> if I need to pack my bags and bounce real quick. Go back to Chino. Selling yeah. Homies. Like, <laughs> all right, I'm out, guys. Moving the store. <laughs> That's oh, awesome. Yeah. awesome. All right. Anything else? All right, good. Thank you so much for coming. We look forward to all being there eating thank you. some $1 tacos, many of them. Yeah, come have a good time. Yeah. The DJ's going to be there. Um, it's a big open floor and stuff, so come dance, have a good time, take photos. It'll be good. Remo's going to be there. Make sure you have an extra slim. Medium. Tight. Super skinny cut. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, I'll rock it. I got it. <laughs> got the one pair. It's ready. Hey, it depends. give me a couple more weeks of this meal prep, and then I'll be there. Definitely, nice. man. <laughs> Keep it up. Keep it up. All right, guys. Well, uh, thank you for c- for coming again. Yeah. And uh, it's a wrap. Right. Thank you, guys. Goodbye. Peace out.